0: time for the magpie 24 7 podcast with your hosts kyle thompson and paul rudder discussing all things newcastle united passionate unfiltered, passionate unfiltered and totally black and white by fans for fans
1: And what's happening, everyone? It's Kyle for the Magpie Twenty Four Seven Podcast. And we've got a positive one, lads and lasses. If you, saw, if this lasses, listening, a positive one, a flipping positive one. Newcastle win the first game at home since the middle of December yeah. in a free in a in a dogged performance. We're down to nine men for 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 like a, a quarter of the game. And we'll f- we'll just we'll grind it out to the end, mate. Unbelievable scenes, uh, if you will.
0: Uh, well, yeah, scenes. <laughs> I am not saying much more. But um, to be fair, mate, I don't know if you were doing your counting. I had my abacus out. I've got a, a brand new abacus at home, and I, I counted the players we actually had out on the pitch. And <laughs> I think had, I think we had eight players. But we'll get onto that later on, you lazy Brazilian <laughs> bastard.
1: Fucking oh, oh, hell, man! It, it, Forty it's, it's, million quid. Like but oh. um, what, a, what a result, mate, honestly um, We played really well in the first half We'll go through it all throughout the podcast In a dogged defensive When we needed to be defensive uh, performance in the second To keep the ball out the net for their for the, for the equaliser Which seemed like was going to happen for so long But we managed to keep the ball out the net
0: Look at us oh. talking about football Fucking Elma. Really <laughs> edition football. this
1: is been mental, it's a special edition, it doesn't happen often. Well, should we should just call this a Christmas special once a year, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh, uh,
0: goodness
1: it's been brilliant. I'm, I'm proper still bouncing off this result it's usual as well. So the stars have aligned, it's all good. Um, but the starting lineup, mate, I was very surprised with. Uh Willock obviously got his first start, uh, which was inevitable. But the the thing, the, the surprising thing for me was um, no Matty, and no Sean on the bench. We're playing a free man midfield, and none of them are on the bench. That's and as far as I'm aware, they're both fit as well to play. And like yep. I know, I know there's there's a few people saying from what I said on Twitter and stuff that the the shit or whatever it may be. I don't think the shit. It's just like wouldn't you want them as cover on the bench, like especially if you're playing a free man midfield? We could have done with one day options. Especially when Hendrick got himself sent mm. off, do you know what I mean? So, oh goodness, we'll get we'll get to him in a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll get to him, but um, I was really surprised. It's like, is there is there been a fallout or do, do you know what I mean? You don't know what. to well,
0: think. I, I'm 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 hearing I'm hearing whispers. Like, obviously, I can't say what's what, and I don't pretend to be in the know before anybody jumps down my throat. But I used to work with somebody who um, is good friends with somebody who's at Newcastle. Who uh, works up there? Um, and I have I have heard whispers about Sean Longstaff having um, fallen out recently. Because at first you see you know you see the odd thing and you think no no, and then when I've spoken to him and we're cracking on about the football and stuff and he's saying yeah there has been a falling out. There's this that and the other it puts credence and weight to that. And I respect the man's, uh, you know, what he said and what he's told us before and what's happened and, and this sort of thing. So it's it's disappointing because I think um, there has been a big drop-off and a big fall-off with, with these two lads. And I think the things are, are, are interconnected. Um, I think there's a bit of a clash of personalities and there is friction and there is uh, tension and there is, I think, a genuine love by them, though, lads, for the football club. They really don't want to go. They really don't want to leave. But he is absolutely pushing that to the nth M- degree. And I think if if they were slightly less committed uh, to the club, I think they probably would have been out on loans uh, off in 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 uh, in January. We're
1: both, we're both linked.
0: Yeah, they were both linked. And, and from from whatever the argument and the tension and, and this, that, and the other uh, is there. And uh, especially Sean is not getting on with the management and, and that side of it.
1: With the system, it, you mean,
0: it, an, uh, yeah, um, it's 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 disappointing because you know, at the end of the day, he, he was valued at the at third you know, Sean, in particular, was valued at the 30 million pound player not so long ago. And through yeah. mismanagement, through lack of coaching, through lack of guidance, through all the things that Rafa was doing, Bruce doing the opposite, he's actually um, affecting what could be a 30 million pound asset. You know, he doesn't look like anywhere near a thirty million pound asset at the moment. But I've certainly had one of them on the bench today, mate. Um, I'd have probably, I'd have probably. Yeah, I'd have at least had uh, at least had Matty on. You know my feelings. I've 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 spoken before at length about Matty. Uh, I love his energy. I love his enthusiasm. I love the fact that he he can drop down and do a defensive job and be dogged and this that and the other, and he has got a strike on him. He he can score you you know the odd goal. I must say before when the team come out, I was a bit flabbergasted because you know Steve Bruce had made a huge thing about Paul Dummett not being fit, about uh, Lewis not being fit. Um, I suspected, given uh, Mrs Clark is is in labour as we're recording this, I believe, um, that he wasn't going to be in, involved. But, um, yeah, once again, Steve Bruce, he can call it gamesmanship. Um, he can call it taking the piss out of people and, and, and trying to show that he's the big I am and in the know and nobody else is. But, again, he's lied about players being available or unavailable, obviously, dumb it on the bench uh, today. Lewis starting. They shouldn't have been anywhere near the team, according to Bruce's press conference. So that's an interesting one. Uh, But thank thank goodness that Dummett was on the bench because, again, I I know we'll get to it later on. But again, when he's been called for, he did really, really well. I spoke about it on the um, on the view from the van that I'm a little bit frustrated with Paul Dummett. Obviously, I felt that he, from what Bruce had said, he was going to be out, uh, and that he does miss too many games when he plays and he's fit and available. He's an asset to the squad and he's worth a place in the 25. Especially yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but my, my, and obviously he can cover two positions. I know he's not a great, he's not an attacking full-back, shall we say, to be kind to him. But um, we just need to keep him fit and available because a, a fit Paul Dummett offers something to the squad. But a Paul Dummett who was injured for the majority of last year doesn't do much for your options out of 25. Especially no. when we're that desperate, we have to put Christian atsu back in the 25 because <laughs> of the shenanigans of, 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 of January and stuff like that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, I'm happy and I'm buzzing, but yet that, that's an actual thing that's happened in the last couple of days. So it goes to show you, uh, you know. Uh, how important this game was. Uh, again, on the view from the van, I, I put out, uh, Kyle, before the game, it was a make or break 90 for me. It was that important that we get the result. I, I think I Fulham's still drawing nils piece at the moment. Where we're West Ham. Probably
1: no-nil, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, depending upon how that result goes, it could have, we could have really been in the brown stuff. And I am just looking at staying probably fourth bottom at the moment. That's all I'm looking at. I'm not looking at any higher on the table. Yeah. But if they lose and we win today, despite the fact we've got a couple of tricky games coming up, it's been a good uh, weekend. You know, weekends weekends work basically. Yes, yeah. but yeah, massive, massive result and 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 bouncing. But boy, have we used some of that uh, that luck again today, like.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it just—it's such a refreshing performance, mate. Honestly, we we'll start the game really flipping well. The high press again, really causing problems, and it, it doesn't take long for it to score. Actually, Joe Willock, man, uh, what a start by this by this lad. We're questioning: does he have enough? Is—is is it maybe what we need? On the basis of today, I'd say absolutely unbelievable. Um, the ball goes into Maxi, wins a one-on-one with a defender. The def- Southampton's defense. Is tight enough, me. <laughs> like if you're going to compare it to like a Formula One car, we'll caught like the Southampton defences out of a Williams, uh, the can't catch shit. They're the slowest the, at yeah. the back of the grid by some <laughs> distance. And Maximin in the as a Mercedes flies through, and uh, not a pause, plays it at the back post towards Joe Willick, and Joe Willick has a has a very tidy finish, if I say so myself. But mate, it's a so it's nice to see because how many times a season has Maxi been in that position, played it
0: across the box, and no one be there. Yeah, constantly, constantly, because we've said, I mean, on the past couple of slightly more negative uh, podcasts, we have been saying, how the hell do you score goals when you've got five at the back, two sitting deep midfielders and Callum Wilson? Being in, in the box by himself, Callum Wilson was starting to resemble the Wilson of the Castaway Tom Hanks movie, <laughs> sat there on his own bastard Tropical Island in, in the box, just sitting there looking for anybody, just screaming, Hey, yes, there you know, <laughs> a- anybody, anybody at all. But, you know, it's just nice to be able to see just support options inside the yeah. box, just outside the box. And, and you know, again, um, spoke about on the view from the van. The, uh, I've not seen a great deal of the lad, I must admit, but what I did see on Thursday night uh, Council TV last season for Arsenal, I was quite impressed with. I think he played well against us as well. Yes, he's he a did. He's confident, confident lad, but he's, he's only ever been in Arsenal since the age of like, I think it's something ridiculous, like uh, five or six. He's only ever known that, so you worry, can he adjust to being away from home and stuff? But he told ASM before the game even kicked off, if you, if you get down, uh, and you're out wide, clip it to the edge of the box. I'll be there, I promise you. I and he will was. be there. And, and he, he was, was there. And it was a t- it was a tidy thingish. It was a composed thingish. Cool as you like. And you're sitting there thinking, "Thank fuck, you haven't been bruised yet." Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Give him time. Um, the um, funny uh, thing yeah,
1: Joe will escort today Arsenal did not. <laughs> so obviously, <laughs> Arsenal have made a bit of a in there. Uh, Bit of a, a bit of a cock up with that one, but to our game, mate. Honestly, Joe Willick, we'll we'll talk about because in terms of a game of two halves, there's never been two di- different kind of halves in one game of football for Newcastle. Because this first half, we were we were really really good, and we'll make it and we'll make it two, not not, not much lot much longer after that, Paul. Jeff Hendrick, of all people, will probably be slagging him off in a bit, but he plays a he plays a, a long pass towards um. Towards uh, Maximin, and Maximin plays the ball back into Miggy. Miggy stops on the ball, rolls it out in front of himself, and blasts it across the goalkeeper, Benarak, who shouldn't have been playing in any way, but he is. And he trim, he, he, he hits one so his like, hits the like, other, trickles into the back of the net. I, I lost the ball when I was watching it live, and then I found I seen the net rustling, so I was celebrating after that. Um, 2 0. And we look comfortable, mate. I, I couldn't believe it considering. I love that how goal, much, mate. i, 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 I he think, dominated. I, I Often yeah. in the first game, and just the just just by having a goal mate, and like playing on the front foot and trying to make further stuff happen. Up, what a get difference! What difference! And that that for me is definitely the Graham Jones effect. Uh, he's came in, and the fir- I think the third goal epitomises that, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But like
0: this well, second goal, I've got, goal is really I've got good. to stop you there. No, according to Steve Bruce, mate, you need to rewind. You need to rewind. He's been working on this for a few weeks. Oh, yeah. That, man, and man. and that, it's been a gradual thing since he's since he's been here over the months. And then for the past few weeks, he's he's definitely been doing it. No, obviously, you know, everybody must need to get the spec savers because from my perspective, before uh, Graham came into the club, we were all sitting there nappy-lining our own goal, um, literally, like... <laughs> Banks of players just trying to protect Carl Darlow's goal, but um, oh, it was fantastic to see that little sort of movement that he did with his foot. I just oh, thought just a, just a player in confidence. Um, I love making the bits, but I just thought that extra little couple of percent with confidence. And it looks like a player again that's been coached and managed uh, and arranged, and it's just so much closer. Uh, and in the in the box, that little touch made made all of the difference, and then just bang, over the well, moon for Miggy, absolutely yeah. over the moon for the lad because some folk have criticised him really, really, um, you know, terribly. Yeah. But we, we've we've championed oh, him from the criticism. Criticism.
1: I have, mate. I've seen the criticism, people calling him headless. <laughs> I couldn't think of like the biggest load of shit I've heard all season, but. Call He's me player. Player chicken. Like, come on like, the, the lad has quality He just needs to be played in the right flipping area And I think this since Jones has came in mo- What exactly. we've said all along mate. Since Jones has came in No one has profited from the change of formation System more so than Miggy And I think even Steve Bruce said that to be fair So it's basically yeah. what we've been saying For a long, long time on this podcast mate. That Miggy, played in the right position Will make things He's not, happen. Yeah, of it's all the not podcasts,
0: a winger yeah, he's not a winger, mate. And and how many times has Steve Bruce repeatedly just said, "Oh, I'm gonna play you out wide, I'm gonna play you out wide." He's not a winger. He's a number ten. I've said this a hundred times before. When I saw him that egg the Copperdale uh, um what you call it in America, mm-hmm. and um, he 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 just looked totally different for his, his national side. And I was like, I, I just can't believe the extra touches, the shots, the little button. And all of that, and that's married in with his fantastic uh, work rate and stuff. But, um, yeah, and and it it seems to be at the moment, that the plan is that Callum Wilson's up top. He drags out normally to the right-hand side, which creates and drags defenders away with him. And that's creating extra space for Miggy. And Miggy's working his magic, and he's been able to to, to wander in the box. Uh, He's not got as many players on top of him, so he's got a little bit of space to be able to do his thing, get shots away and he's benefiting benefiting loads but if you if you do watch that, literally Wilson constantly just drifting to that right drifting to the right and it's just literally trying to move some of these players around so that we can get shots away uh, and, and so that we're just not as one dimensional because you know up until recently I, I think you read a start out last time that uh, Callum Wilson has been responsible for something like 70% of our goals and assists yeah. or something so that goes to show you and we can't you know he's injured at the moment. Now we can't rely on just one player. It's got to be a combination of players. So to find a way to be able to give Miggy a little bit more space by doing that little trick, and it's only a subtle little change, but just seeing him drift out there and, and mixing it up and making that spit, it's just fantastic. But that that goal, our second goal today, I I I loved it. I loved it with what the little, the goal? little
1: shuffle and like that. Loved it. Yeah, it was. it was. unreal. Um and both goals were really good, Paul. Uh, the first one had had the wing play from Maxman. Uh, showing yeah. exactly what we've been missing with Maxi. Uh, that's why he gives it just blitz past to the defender. Lovely ball into Willock. And Willock, with obviously his awareness being around the box, was was there. And obviously that's something. Smart and uh, the second one, again, brilliant play by uh, by Miggy to play the ball in front. I believe it was going in before the deflection anyway. So I'm pleased that the ah. the, uh, the adjudicators actually gave it to Miggy because I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. But um, there a couple of things happen after we go terminal, Paul. Uh, we'll cool. attain a couple of injuries. Callum Wilson goes off. Fingers crossed he is OK because, obviously, as the stats said before, 60-70% of goals... Have came from him whether it's been an assist or he's put them in his cell so for me I, I just hope Wilson's okay uh, Manquil- I, I, hold, I hold my hands up to that
0: one again because again I mentioned this on the view from the van I said I hope and pray we get a victory and we have no injuries especially the Wilson so to see him coming off I was like oh Paul you had, you had to say it didn't you yeah. you, had, you had to say it but, but uh, fear not uh,
1: we are not Paul because replacing Wilson was the one forty million Joe Linton who came on
0: and done. <sighs> up- we need the Benny Hill music. We, at the- this stage, honestly, we we need the Benny Hill music, mate, because uh, it is. Uh, he was just
1: oh Joe Linton. He was- um, yeah. I do feel sorry for him because we went down to 10 and then went down to 9 with him being on the field. We went down to
0: 8, mate, when he was playing. <laughs> Honestly, mate, he, he, his, his birth certificate is, is an apology from the condom factory. It really is. Jesus old but, Jesus, um, he, he's a Fucking hell, man. He's shocking. He's, he's the, only Brazilian, worried, the only Brazilian can't play yeah. football, man.
1: I was worried when he came on, and not that I think it was a couple of minutes after. It was either a couple of minutes before Jordan came on or a couple of minutes after. Minamino of Liverpool, uh, loaned to Southampton on his debut, I believe. Um He catches Hayden and Craft sleeping. Great first touch, and uh, he blasts the ball home. But it goes at the near post, and I'm not being nasty, Paul, but I think I think it's time now to swap the the goalkeepers around. Um, yeah. I don't think Dolo had the best of games today. He made one good save where it just kinda hit him, but he had to, he had to put his body in the right shape to save to save the shot, but it just hit him. Um but for me, I think the change needs to happen now, Paul. We we've shouted
0: for a few weeks, haven't we, mate? Uh, very it.
1: poor, very poor goal yeah. that you post. Uh, it was hit with power, granted, but I think if he was positioned correctly, I think he, he I think he saves that for me. And I think Dubrovka yeah. saves up uh personally. So I think it's time for the changeover. Like I know Darlow's had a good season, but there's just a couple of cracks starting to show now, Paul, and the, the honeymoon period of what was his season yeah. starting to go down a little bit. And I think the, the pressure, mate, it's, it's pressure.
0: You've got Dubravka, who's breathing heavily down your neck. And it's all, it's all right and well good. But once you've got that pressure on and you, you see him back and you know he's the club's number one, it's bound to put you off your game a little bit. I have a real problem with goalkeepers being beaten on, on the near post. I, I really, really do. I agree. I, I think some of his uh, command from crosses... Um, Leaves a lot to be desired at, at, at times. I think he's been a fantastic stand in his distribution. That was the problem that Rafa really had with him. Um, and why we brought Dabravka in in the first place, his distribution isn't fantastic, it's it showed recently. Um, and although, like, like you said, he's done amazingly nice. to come in as an understudy, he is an understudy, and we've he's not only got pressure on. Uh, it's not just even keeping the first team place. It's not ke- even keeping the place in the bench. You've got Woodman who's kept his fifteenth clean sheet of the season uh, for Swansea on uh, on Friday night, breathing heavily down your uh, down your neck. You've got Gillespie as well. There's is fierce competition for our uh, number one spot and number two spot. But yeah, I agree. With you. The, the change needs to be made. I also spoke about the fact that I don't like John Joe Shelby. Uh, as as captain, I really don't. I know we've won today, but I am going to gripe a little bit about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's uh, yeah, he's, he's he's a little bit of a wet fan in
1: there. I got a, I got a lot of shit on Twitter because of you with that one. Uh, you put a post up about George in there. There there was this lad who where uh, commented with loads of stats and stuff, and I was thinking, oh yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, yeah for like for like one.
0: For, I don't know, so I saw them. I was like, what for, for one game? What's he what's he done for? but week 20's analysis. Well, that's when he. When he scored, <laughs> but apart from that, what's he actually done? Do you know what uh, I mean? And I was—I was. Oh, I was oh, like, my, my point, God, my oh, point oh, is, oh. A, as as a as a captain, I don't think he offers anything. He's is as much juice as a wet fart. He really is. Um, <laughs> yes, when we got him into the position, he scored once. It was a nice change because for the you previous week, You did. Yeah, um,
1: you
0: know what I mean. So uh, it's more about captaincy. I, I think Martin Dubravka has got a better presence, would be a better leader. Isaac Hayden would be a better choice for captain until definitely. Jamal Lasells gets back. That's just my personal preference. But people that get right protective and stuff about about the players and and sometimes you, you I don't know, it it maybe even affects his performance. I, d- I don't know, but he just he doesn't offer enough for me. You know my issues around Newcastle centre midfield, and I think today it's been really helped by uh, Willick. But ideally, going forward, I would like to see Willick Hayden, the old Arsenal one, two with ASM, Miggy, and um, Fraser yeah. in front yeah. of him behind Wilson. That's that's my personal pr- uh, preference. But I know people. He's a bit like Marmite. John Joe, isn't people love him or hate him, and. Um, He's just so, so, so frustrating at times. But certainly has done a better job today than a, a, another certain central midfielder who's, again, yeah. let himself down. He didn't just let himself
1: down, mate. He let the whole team down. I mean, we, we're, we're just entering the second half right out in anyway, because obviously Darlow conceded the goal from Minamino Two one it goes in half-time. Yeah, Manquillo went off as one, well, one, didn't he? he? Yeah, yeah, we mentioned that one, Manquillo. Um, yeah. It's a shame as well he's starting to nail down that spot. But we're heading into the second half. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite confident
0: turned, at this point. The it, about the living room, Woo-hoo.
1: you <laughs> mentioned you mentioned John Joe uh, getting into that space. He had a sitter, six oh. yards out. The ball falls at his feet, and he tries to he tries to be cocky with it, and he just it just hits the other side of his foot, and it goes wide. Sitter, absolute sitter. And I was thinking, because that lad had been giving a shit on Twitter before the game, I was thinking, Oh, <laughs> for God's sake, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get football hounded with this one. Two goals and two. I'll never get the bastard last of it. But he puts <laughs> it wide, <away>, very poor <laughs> from John Joe. That's right, John Joe. That's that's you out know, the team next week. <laughs> I'm only joking, but <laughs> no, um... I'm not
0: <laughs> <laughs> get him out. Get him out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um the, the game turns on its footman head, mate. Um, uh, Jeff Hendrick, who already had a yellow card, pushing and pulling the shirt of Minamino, rightly sent off. Very, stupid very
0: boy. Stupid, stupid, stupid yeah, boy.
1: Really stupid from ben Hendrick. And you know what the worst thing is, mate? he done absolutely nothing in the first half. He played that long ball, which I think was a potluck passing anyway. I don't think he meant to hit anyone. Um, And it was just... It hell, mate. It was just, just unbelievable how shit this player's been. Because this is one thing that's gonna really grind the gears this week for me is that what even before the game was like, why is he starting games? What is he doing to Steve Bruce? Does he have? Does he have like videos of Steve Bruce in the shower or something to, to warrant starting games, mate? Because even before the day there was. Why is Matty Longstaff not playing and Hendrick is? What is Matty Longstaff doing in, in training so bad that Hendrick plays in front of him? Yet yeah. yeah, Hendrick lets the fifth team down and gets himself sent off in a stupid manner, mate. We, we weren't in Again. danger. There was nothing going on. He just pulled a button, got sent off down the tunnel straight away. <coughs> Stupidity
0: from a shit player who's not doing mm. anything for him. So, Not Supposed to be, hand. mate. Supposed to be a senior professional, yet does a no. childish, petulant, pathetic thing that puts us so much in the shit. And from a position where you're sitting there thinking, it should be 4-1, you're like shitting kittens, and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, this is so Steve Bruce and Mike Ashley's Newcastle United, to an absolute T. You know? Literally, give Steve Bruce 15 minutes to talk to the players, and this is what happens. It went from decent, good football the first half, and you're feeling confident, some good goals getting scored, this, that, and the other, and then all of a sudden, you're like, What the fuck is Steve Bruce putting the fucking orange? Paul, ad- we've,
1: Paul we've had a bit of an um, um, amnesia, I think, mate, because we forgot the third goal before half time. What about Hend- Hendrick and that? Uh, we missed the goal just before half time. Southampton what on to and um, we're high press. I think this is all Graham Jones's effect, like, uh, high press to have a loose ball, and Miggy. Runs onto it, no problem at all. Co- a collects a loose ball from Vestergaard, leaves Beauty him in the finish. And beautiful finish, mate. The high press yeah. works clearly, uh, but it's took until Graham Jones to come in to realize that. But um, I can't believe we missed that one because that's my favorite of the three. I love yeah. the high press where they win the ball back and, 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 and a neat finish by Miggy as well. And for me, it, it was a tidy finish. really proved people wrong. I think, I think we missed that. I um, we ended up talking about Miggy before.
0: Yeah, it's because we talked for Mickey for quite a while, and you're you getting to. We were talking about uh, John, John, and then ultimately you, you move on to Hendrick and you start thinking yeah, about the yeah, second yeah. half. But uh, yeah, t- to be fair, um, that's his first brace for Newcastle. That's his first brace. Um,
1: Is it? No, oh, yeah. it's not. No, no, no. In, in the, league the league, in the cup, in the cup, we did it for, against West Brom. Ah, Brown, yeah, yeah, for league, yeah, for league, yeah, for league,
0: yeah. uh, for league purposes. And uh, yeah, all credit to him. He always chases down lost causes. But because the team is just a little bit further up, it's and you know 10, 20 yards or whatever, Make the difference, further up. it makes all it does, it makes all the difference. Cracking thing ish, and you know, he, we went a couple of weeks ago and we were like, Is Miggy lost his smile and this, that, and the other? It was uh it, it was everything that was floating around social media, but like he's absolutely beaming, working his off for this team and anybody who criticizes he's the last person that you should be criticizing he's the first name on the on the team sheet I know everybody's in love with with ASM uh, and rightfully so he's, he's a fantastic talent don't get me wrong but the everything that you that you want and what everything that we've been screaming for we've been asking for the players to put in some effort to have a go to press to chase down to harrow, and to make opposition players' lives hell. Mm-hmm. Epitomized in that yeah. lad, totally well uh, deserved, fantastic goal. And you're thinking easy, you are thinking easy street before Bruce gets his hands on everybody.
1: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, you look at uh, there was a there was a clip as well when the game had stopped. I think someone had got. I think it was when Manquilla went down injured. If uh, Graham, uh, Steve Bruce is sitting next to the touchline picking his footman face again. Then you've got Graham Jones among the players telling them what they need to do. Where uh, arm round St. Maximin, telling him he needs to do this and that. And like that's what a manager's meant to do. Like yeah, uh, just you can have sit look and
0: picking out little things.
1: Uh huh. It's like it's one thing saying like um oh, Graeme Jones is the manager. But you, you, you look at that. I tweeted out hey, who is the manager with that picture. And it, for me, it's Graeme Jones. Since Graeme Jones has came in, mate, we'll press higher, we'll play better, we'll look more structured, we'll look like a football team. This is not Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce, Steve stu-
0: Bill- he's still not- coming out mate, with the same shit. It was he my is- appointment. I chose him. And every time he says it, I'm just literally Carl, Pil- Carl Pilkington in my head just going, bullshit man man. literally pure and utter bullshit man management man management is fantastic and yeah doing the right thing bringing him down from the stands where he can be as most effective as is humanly possible and you'd think that steve bruce would want to maximize the things at his disposal his assets his staff and so forth. you know um but to see that man in 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 action, it's because it's been so cold and, and disjointed for so long, and then you're seeing them with his arm around. and say he's Is saying to ASN, "Have yeah. you noticed this? Have you noticed? Look, he's doing this all the time. You, you you can exploit it by doing you know X, Y, and Z. Yeah, it's great, man. Management, it's, it's fantastic. It's
1: nice and refreshing to see it. It just yeah, shows how hard." We've actually okay. been we see someone coming out and doing the job, and it's 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 refreshing to see. It just mm-hmm. shows how bad we've been for so long, mate, under Bruce. And yeah, as long as Graham Jones is there for me, mate, with with uh, with Steve Bruce and that, I think we'll be okay. I really do because I know we're capable of picking up results if we we'll play like we did today and play like we did against Everton. Obviously, that's another performance. Now another another uh, feather in the cap, if you will. But uh we yeah. can now move to the second half, mate, since we've covered everything. Um obviously <laughs> Hendrick being a dickhead and getting sent off. But uh the free kick from Ward Prows, mate. I don't usually praise opposition goals, but where credit credit deserves to be due, one hundred percent best free kick I've seen this season. Uh it was 25-30 yards out. Thirty yards off, easy yeah. Top corner. Uh maybe any questions about Darlow for me, probably. Could he be further I, over his lane? Me I
0: personally think he's sat there and, and he's thought to himself, I am going to stand at the opposite uh, post, and I want to tell you that if you want to score, you've got to get it over the wall and in the top corner. When you I've seen I've seen that goal back and I've slowed it down, and he and he's a fantastic striker of a ball. He's he's not the world's best uh footballer, but uh, is a set piece specialist, fantastic. He striked the ball. The ball is moving, it's well on its way, and Dallo has only just started to move. I think he started a little bit late and he's and he's gone a little bit slow, but you can't take away from the quality of the strike. Of course you can't. Top uh, 10, world class. Yeah, world class finish. Perfect uh, set piece. Would I like to have seen Dallo a stride or two over to give himself a little less to, to, to you know to ground to make up? Yes, I definitely would have. And again, um, I, when we are defending or when Darlow's is coming for a cross or trying to catch something or get pink, it, it gives me literally I can feel the butterflies and I don't get that same feeling when Dubravka's in. So that, again, it just comes back to personal preference between the two of them. I prefer Dubravka. I've always said that when he comes back, he needs to be put, he put back between the six. Would he have saved that? Possibly not, but for me, yeah, I would have liked them to have been a little bit further over, mate. But taking nothing away from what is a quality strike by somebody, and, and, and we struggle with set pieces, don't we, mate, and, and stuff yeah. like that. And especially one of see one. somebody like that, it, fantastic. So you just sit down. and I was just like.
1: Yeah, I, I, I,
0: honestly,
1: mate, I had nothing but, I just thought, you're you kind of doing out about it, brilliant, Um, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, but...
0: I mean, I, I was doing that and then calling somebody a cabbage-eated bastard, but that's nothing unusual for me watching the football. No, nothing no, not,
1: not at the minute, not at the minute, but um, <laughs> the game, within two or three minutes, mate, turned on its head. Hendrick had been sent off. And they just they had the momentum carried with them from the from Stupid. the goal. Yeah. And I was thinking, what are we going to do now? Um with being down to ten. And um to be fair, mate, obviously we'll to we had to resort to being resolute and defensive, which is fine. When you're down to ten men you're the Sakosh, yes, be defensive. But I think I think we will run will look a little bit mind, um, because Obviously, um, they had a goal ruled out. Uh, Ings hit the post. There was a couple that, of...
0: <laughs> that post one was absolutely fucking crazy. It was like pinball. Uh, it struck off the inside of the post. And, and, and the look on Dallo's face when he caught it, he was just like, he realised it was a total nut there.
1: Yeah, fluke. Absolutely. A fluke.
0: yeah, A, a fluke. And, and, I mean, yeah, fair enough. When, when the goal went in uh, for the original equaliser that was disallowed, you're sitting there thinking, oh God, can we hold out here? It was like yeah, something oh, off there. Yeah. Uh, it was we're like Royal back, Rumble.
1: Yeah, yeah we're uh, getting picked uh, apart and we're
0: t- t- was t- right back at one mm-hmm. point. <laughs>
1: He should be left back in the changing room.
0: He, oh, fit- I, he should be left back in the changing room. You're
1: right there, yeah. mate. Um, as you as you were saying, mate, like fit in eight players, I think like we're down to nine, but obviously Joel didn't help. Like, I don't wanna be I don't want scapegoat anyone. If I'm gonna an scapegoat anyone, it's gonna be Jeff Hendrick. But I really doubt Joel's ability, mate. I just like I'm starting to give up on the kid. I am because yeah. like a part of us thinks a different coach, would he get the best out of him? I don't know, because for me this formation that we're playing would scream Jolinton and uh, do well in. Because <coughs> the one thing he did good at Hoffenheim was be a part of the build-up plate and be uh, and be be that man. But he's not even getting in the football team mate. He's had more, Where, had more times than he's had yeah. starts in the last month. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's, fought, he's starting to fall out of favor finally, and I think the the and an experiment is starting to come to an come to an end. Um but we're
0: gonna take some... a massive massive loss on this lad, but um no t- to me I can I can I can forgive lots of things I can forgive limitations of footballers I've seen some Tosh over the years, mate. Um I, re- I really really have and some of them become like almost cult heroes. I mean, look at James Perch, for example. There's one I just looked off the top of my head. From the not, top. The, not, not, the, not the best. Um, the most world class footballer you're ever going to see, um, pr- and at times he was ridiculed and 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 he he was literally the butt of most jokes. But he learned to put a shift in, and I just don't know this this lad. He seems, I mean, he's built perfectly, athletic and all that. You yeah. can't say he's overweight or this that and the other. But he doesn't seem to want to run. He just doesn't seem to want to put a shift in. There's no graft. There's no getting a sweat out of him. there's there's no being a focal point. There's no dropping. I mean, he he had a decent game against Crystal Palace away. He's had the odd little uh, flashes. Uh, spurs away when he had that great finish for the one Uh Today at times he was right back, and I, I think I think uh, the coaches were just literally getting him just stand he's over quite, the out the
1: the amount of times he played it and played it back to Craft and it was a dangerous pass, unbelievable. Yeah. It was
0: just, but like not going headers and it, stuff, mate. Yeah, it's just we're not... against. You're against it, and especially even more so when Shaw went off. But I'm I'm sorry. I oh, oh, the the basic thing I expect of every single one of those players doesn't it doesn't matter whether you're having a a great game, a terrible game, or you've scored a hat trick. I want you to put a bit of effort in and a bit of pride in the shirt and a bit of pride in your performance and he's put more pride in his bastard haircut than what he's put on, on on anything else and i don't want to take away from what is a great team performance yeah, and he was on he was on the pitch and i'll support him whilst he crosses that line and he's playing in that shirt with that badge on it all the time i'll support him and cheer him on afterwards it doesn't it doesn't mean though that i'm not frustrated it doesn't mean that i'm not angry that you're not putting a uh, a shifting and 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 yes, a I, I, part of that. I sit there and I'm thinking, you're forty million quid, mate. You're Make forty million your quid, yeah. yeah. And, and when it, like on on today on the anniversary that we signed Gary Speed for five point five million,
1: yeah, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, and I mean it. It puts it. It puts it in. And there's a player, right, who again all the time put his heart on his sleeve, um, tried his very very best. And it's just like... I, I just don't get it with Joe Linton. I, I, he's been given every opportunity and the club have bent over backwards to try and accommodate him, accommodate him and try and make him a, a success. But it's not working, mate. And my only... Again, my only surprise was that he came on in the first place when you've got Dwight Gale. I'd have even played Andy Carroll ahead of him because then we could have utilised Carroll at the back as the game went on. It could have been an auxiliary centre-back yeah. or anything. But... um when he came on, I was like, eh. And again, you can imagine the cabbage-headed uh, lines that were getting used in my household at the time. Um, I didn't understand it, mate. I really, no, really
1: don't. I didn't either. Um, I didn't why?
0: Oh. But, he offers but, out, mate. It, 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 just, that's is, that's yeah. the best way you can sum it up.
1: The, we've, we, it's not the first podcast where we've questioned the effort of Joel. And, and I remember that after the Blackburn game, where he just could not give a shred of a shit about playing for the team and it just looks like he's given up, mate. I think he's thrown a bit of a tantrum that he got his fine for his hair and he hasn't been in the team. I think it's just a bit of a strop and like he should not be taking a strop in the position he's in considering how bad he's been since his last good performance and he's one of his few good performances against Palace. But that's one of the couple yeah, negatives of the podcast mate because it, I kind of kind of away from the team because team... he wants to look at the number of bowling Yeah. Um, I think look at,
0: look at the number on the back of his on the back of that shirt, right? And he wants, wants to get onto YouTube and he wants to watch previous Newcastle number nines and what yeah. it meant to them to have that shirt put a shift in, break a sweat, get some running done, learn how to head the ball, learn how to use that athletic body that you've got to better because the thing is it was almost like the Southampton players were walking through him. And although it is a positive podcast, mate, I, I can't pass up on the fact. That, that was one of the most lazy, pathetic, spineless performances from uh, from a number nine that I've ever seen. And yes, Jeff Hendricks is the villain of the piece today for us because it could have cost us a, a very, very important game of football and potentially oh. take over, potentially Premier League's uh, safety, all of that. But come on, Joe Linton, man, pull your finger out your arse uh, and... Um, we need to see something different i don't want him i don't want him anywhere near the first team at the moment with that attitude today. But his mates mate. his mates every one of them your isaac Haydens, your Miggies, and all of them got him out the shit today because he didn't put a shift in 100%
1: mate, i totally agree and i'll be honest i'll, I'll be i'll be real me uh, if if hendrick or jordan didn't play for newcastle united a game i don't want it to be too lost. i'd rather yeah. Elliot anderson got chances over hendrick and i'd rather gale or, uh, or even flipping, Carroll got a chance. I'd rather put Atsu in, mate.
0: Yeah, I'd it, rather put Atsu um, in than fucking Joe me. Linton. That's
1: saying
0: I mean, something.
1: It's it's some tag, but Joe Linton for me is the biggest flop in Newcastle United history, and I don't think there'll be a close second because of the amount we've paid for him. Um, in yep. uh, we're comparing him. We're saying we prefer Christian Atsu over him. Like you don't. And you know
0: what I've said about Atsu before, real. and I stand by it.
1: Yeah, exactly. One, definitely, definitely, and obviously, the but the the line light deserves to be with the the four four formation. <laughs> when obviously share got, got his cell injured, I think I think he could have avoided that. If I'm honest, I don't think he should have went into that. It was a poor yeah. free kick, 50-50, and he shouldn't have went it into it. He injured bad. himself there. Obviously, he goes it off on the stretch. I hope Share is okay, but put did, one you see, bit did you see it fall up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. It
0: bad. Looks it so bad up. in that one. That'll be the season, I think.
1: Easy. Um I, I do hope he's okay though, regardless. But um it was it was probably avoidable, but never mind. Uh, well, we hope-
0: did, you, did you hear the little tidbit today again? Another plug for a view from the van. Um but Cher nearly actually left at the end of last month. He had his bags packed, his plane ticket booked to leave Newcastle um to go to Roma. And if we'd assigned the Turkish lad whose name escapes me right now, but the Turkish lad who's gone elsewhere, um, he would have been allowed to, to go. Um he was he came very, very close. Um obviously he he didn't go in the end because Steve Bruce didn't get what he wanted. But we nearly lost Fabian Chair, and you imagine the the stuff we would have been in uh, at, at that stage. But um, the the now the talk is is that he may still well go in the summer, subject to the injury, obviously. But that Newcastle have a clause in his contract that they can exercise to get an extra uh, period of time on his contract, so that they can sell him for a decent um, amount of money. So that clause could be. a I didn't be know. That, to be honest, Paul. Yeah, no, I've only just found out about it today, mate. Um, I got wind about that, and um, I was like, "Oh, really?" And then that, that sort yeah. of explained. How, year, how I it was a little, he was a little bit wobbly previously. He's had a couple of good games, then he had a wobbly game, um, and then I thought to myself, "Ah, oh, yeah, well, it probably stands stands to reason that the lad's head—he doesn't know whether it's coming or going." And when you've got family and stuff like that, it's it, it, it's it's a big, big thing. But, uh, yeah, we were close to losing, Cher.
1: Yeah, we were, mate. Um, update from the Fulham-West Ham game as well, mate. I was just checking on my phone there. It's uh, finished 0-0 uh, between oh. the two. well, so oh, not the
0: world's worst result.
1: It's not, it's not the worst result, but, um, yeah, 0-0 between Moisey, the two. You bastard.
0: um
1: bastard. <laughs> but... Um, no, I mate. Mean, the last twenty minutes, Isaac Hayden, and Paul Dummett, um, they all put the they all put their body on the line. Even Shelby was trying to do things defensively. Uh, Willock was getting back in. Lewis, um, Croft, they were all they, they all put their body on the line for that winter day. Uh Boris Just Jordan, it, no, no, didn't. do. Um, Mickey as well. He really epitomised what. Newcastle should be about unbelievable amount of effort getting back in. I think he made an interception at the six yard box at one point, man. All over the pitch today, Miggy. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable.
0: Maybe, maybe Joe Linton can work with a uh, Miggy to actually learn what it's about to put a shift in. But he wasn't the only one today. But I, I thought Miggy today, oh, he was man of the match, a man of absolute steel. He was. Everywhere, him and Isaac Hayden, two point five million pound, wasn't it? Isaac Hayden joined us for. Un- unbelievable, absolutely fantastic. He comes out before the match. Did you see in the Chronicle earlier today? We put it up on. Yeah, we
1: should be beating Southampton. How refreshing, mate! Because we're in these days, yeah, especially with Bruce.
0: And I said, where, where, "Where's the manager saying that?" Where? Is uh LaSalle saying that? Where is John Joe saying that? And this is what got me talking and thinking about the captaincy uh in the first place, which got you the got you the earache on Twitter. But um, yeah, to to a man, I mean, it, it was it was amazing. Literally just two banks uh lined up, and they were like literally just slapping the players around the face, they were getting up and asking for some more. Is it, 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 what we ask as Newcastle fans. We don't demand a team that wins. We do demand a team that tries. And bloody hell, were they trying, mate? They
1: L- give everything today, mate. they did. They give everything every, to last last breath of the game. They give everything and would deserve the three points today. Mate, we looked good in the first half and in the second half we were were mm-hmm. as resolute as we needed to be. It took a world class goal from Ward Prowse to to score past win that half. Otherwise, it would have been a. It could have been a comfortable game. Shelby could have, Shelby could have put that one away and been four one, and it would have been uh, home and dry. But obviously, Newcastle, as as you all know by now, we never do it easy. So
0: yeah, I I, um, I was taking the piss on Twitter though because I says, uh, I know I was asking for nine. You know when we started scoring a couple, I was like, we want nine, we want nine. <laughs> and then in the second half, I was like, "I didn't mean like this, man. For fuck's sake, I didn't mean nine men. I wanted nine goals, man. You know."
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I've I've just had it. I've just had a message there. Um, Luke Edwards is apparently kicking off on Twitter again. Um, oh, poking I the sport of Newcastle in. fans. And do you know what it is, mate? I said, um, I think I mentioned it last time. We won. Um, of them going on a, about Gordon Newcastle fans when it goes well. And he's he's having a he's having another pop at Newcastle fans, man. Um, so what I mean, even when the players play well and we try and be positive, you've still got little arseholes like him that try and in fans into, into into feeling miserable again. The like having it toxic, the like winding up Newcastle fans. And that's a quote from Luke Edwards, by the way. Mm. Uh, that he enjoy he, he gets he gets a bit of a knock out of, of, of winding up. So yeah, honestly, not an opinion, is it?
0: It is a fact that he we've, does.
1: Mu- we've muted him. I don't know what he said. Um, and honestly, if you if you're listening, I'd recommend you do so as well because he's just looking for a couple of clicks on his stupid articles. If you want to read an article, or something go and go and read Trophy or something there they, they, they um, lead the way on 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 articles and stuff so uh, We'll we'll will we'll, we'll if I'm going to plug anyone for it, I'll I'll plug them because um yeah
0: that was a royal Probably. that was a royal good uh, plug that uh, there
1: very 100%. very good. But um yeah, I, I can't be bothered with it when people like uh, Luke Edwards mate. All positivity um tonight. Yeah, Obviously we a few negatives in Hendrick and a few negatives in uh in, in Joel Linton, but other than that, mate, a, a proper spirit oh, performance. Yeah. And it's just nice for it to win. I think with the Fulham draw, it puts where I think it's nine points above uh, above uh, above the drop. I'll check on my phone just now so I know I've got it right. Yeah, we're
0: uh, we're up so. to twenty five points now. and I think are they up to I think they're up to fifteen.
1: I think it'll be a 10-point gap. Uh, yeah, Paul, you bang on. They've got, a yeah. g- they've got a game in hand and we've got a 10-point yeah. gap. So that's, that, that's a, an important gap, especially Fulham needing to win that game in hand. Obviously, um, that comes up against Burnley, so that's a big game for us or next Wednesday. But um, yeah, it's it's obviously get it's getting close at the bottom. But we we just need to keep doing what we did the day, and we'll be okay. Um, and that, that's the main thing. And hopefully arbitration can go through. But like you say, mate, um, just before there, demand a team that tries, and that and, and those lads today gave everything they had. And it's and it's just so refreshing when we can come on the podcast and be positive about it and look forward to doing the podcast, and because mm-hmm. it's always the best when it's like that. Yeah,
0: it is. It is. You, you feel so, so much better. But in that, in that second half when we were we were down against it, I was sitting there on the. Car- I was jumping down. I was heading balls. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was trying to organize the defense from the living room. Um, I, I was living every second. That game had everything it had. Uh, goals. It had. You, you thought we could have scored nine. It had controversy. It had backs against the walls. It had some stupidity in it. Um, It had a little bit of everything. Um, It's a huge step step towards safety because you've got to think, 25, I think somewhere mid-30s should be easily enough to stay up. So you're talking, what, another three, four wins and potentially you could be uh, safe, um, which is, of course, remember it's Steve Bruce's remit at fourth bottom. That's all we're aiming for at the moment. But uh, yeah, I was immensely uh, pleased with the lads who were on, you know, right. on the pitch. Paul, Paul Dummett as well. Give him a shout out when he did come on today. He come on for uh, ASM.
1: He yeah, was obviously sure just was getting
0: his it. way back to fitness. And again, this is what I'm saying about Paul Dummett. When he's on the pitch, mate, he is an asset to our team. For my liking, he's not on the pitch enough. We need to see more, uh, and he may be thrust into service next. Um, Monday, isn't it against uh, Chelsea? Yeah, they it. Um But Paul Dummett coming in again to a man, the shot off the line as well. I that, was, I
1: that was Hayden, but obviously got given us yeah. a foul too. But uh, the it's the, still the nerves Will, the Will, mate. the nerves today, mate. They were unbelievable. Um, there's not even there's not even much much. To, there's usually an after game aftermath with Steve Bruce's comments and stuff, but um it's just the same shit really isn't it <laughs> um to be honest obviously the players yeah. played well and and stuff like that and he's commended the players but usually we've won, there's, we've there's won in spite of him after the game yeah pretty yeah. much we've but, won in spite of him again yeah. graham jones mate graham footman jones the turnaround the magic man Um gatehead
0: Guardiola.
1: <laughs> the gate, graham great gateshead guardiola uh, he's been on the touchline two games and we've won two games. Tells you all Even you on need. on the
0: bloody touchline, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, before he came in, mate, we win in free fall. We were in absolute free fall. They've uh, down the league. He's came in, give away a new, new formation, the first form of, uh, of an identity at the football club since Bruce came in. And just, yeah, just a little bit of hope, mate. And that's all fans really ever wanted. Uh, never mind Champions League and all this fucking nonsense. Um but just a team with a bit of hope, mate, and going into the next week's game with, you know what, lads, we can do this, we can show a bit of fight and show a bit of this yeah. and show a bit of that. That's what we want, mate. We don't want, yeah. we don't want, uh, we don't expect Champions League. We know where we're at as a football club with Mike Ashley and that's just not going to happen. So, yeah, just Look at Brighton, hope, mate.
0: Me. Look at Brighton against Liverpool. There's your perfect roadmap of, you know, how how to do it. And I'm sure with the likes of uh, Graeme Jones will be saying Look, anything can happen if we show the same fight, determination, um, and we, we we throw everything at it, then we stand a chance. But if we turn up with the Joe Linton faces on, the Joe Linton heads on, the Jeff Hendrick, I really can't be asked. I'm not thinking about what what's happening. It's not that important to me. Then we'll get torn. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Tugel's come in. He's done pretty well. He's done decent. A decent start. I think there was daft getting rid of... Um, Lampard assumed so what's the point of bringing him into all this big hoorah and spending hundreds of millions of pounds to not give him a little a little bit of time and we're the ones who get criticised yet Chelsea don't get criticised I find it absolutely uh, bonkers to be honest mate. but uh, yeah it's it, in a way it's a little bit of a free hit but if Newcastle can play as determinedly as they played today in the next game then who knows what's possible you know. A point to be a fantastic result, wouldn't it? At the end of the day, but yeah, we're would. all on on an amazing high, and and hopefully that high it feeds into the players as well. Uh, the new lad he's came out speaking afterwards looked to be bouncing around, yeah. bubbling Just over the moon. Him, yeah, uh, I'm I'm over the moon for him, and um, over the moon for all of the you know the 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 defence. Isaac Haydens dropping into his unfamiliar position yet still
1: it. stormer mate. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely but,
0: like, brilliant. He We're is so many performances off the top of the top of the chart. The
1: most, he's the most underrated player in the entire league, mate. Honestly, he's not fancied by England or anything like that. But us Newcastle fans know exactly what he's about. Uh, he's full of fight, full of passion, heart on his sleeve, and like, honestly, mate, like, total, just, just total warrior. Uh, I, I, I love the lad, mate, uh, and I'm happy. <laughs> t- that two and, and a half
0: million player.
1: quid. <laughs> yeah, just two <laughs> when- and a half million Probably I like, uh, Hayden, he's been absolutely unbelievable, so consistent, mm. um, and just, just think, a couple of years ago, mate, he nearly left, like, what a transformation yeah. he had in that time, and now he's saying long-term future, and he's looking he's signed a long-term deal, and he wants a long-term future more. He played 151 <laughs> games now, he wants to at least double that. Mm. So, uh, the longer he's had, the merrier. I mean, he's flipping, he's brilliant. He can walk on yeah. water, cost a lot, lad. Uh, brilliant he is he, uh, he, he,
0: he, yeah he, he's showing and he epitomises everything that we want our football club to be about and it's having the pride in the shirt mate and having the pride in the performance having a go uh, and trying to be the best that, that you can be he does he epitomises everything that New fans want hard work grit honesty He's not the greatest footballer, bringing the ball forward and this and the other, but he does the job he needs to. In the same way that David Barry back in the day did the job that he needed to do, to let the other players who can do, you know, the fancy stuff, a la your ASMs, let them do all that fancy, uh, fancy stuff. But um, and yeah, long may Southgate continue to look over him. It benefits us. Um, yeah, one of the best two and a half millions that we have ever, ever, ever spent, mate. Yeah. fantastic and uh yeah,
1: yeah. unless there's anything you want to add me or anybody else you want to praise or anything from today's performance maybe we can we can wrap it up there
0: no i think i think that that's it and um yeah just o- over the moon that it's it's, it it's another really, positive really one
1: result, yeah. and obviously with it being 10 points now um, feel a lot more comfortable about things all we need to do now is match their results personally i think spring, we need spring. five more we need five more points because i don't see i don't see Fulham picking up um 15 16 more points this season i think they're very poor to be honest me. so i think five to eight more points in newcastle would have done enough to stay up um so we we'll just we need to think about getting them and maybe start looking up instead of yeah. looking over the shoulder mate. that's that's the main thing
0: I tell you something as well, though. Before we do wrap up, we went down to uh to Stamford Bridge um, for for the obviously it was last season's game, wasn't it? Feels like a, feels like a long time ago, but we went are? down for, for that game, and we were absolutely awful in that game. But oh. um, we we still didn't get overrun, so it it's not impossible that we go down there and get something. And I think we've got to travel there confident in what we've done today. Just remember it's Southampton and not a and not a bad side. When we played them I think well, in November, the, reverse,
1: the reverse fixture that beat us to go top of the league.
0: Top of the league, the yeah. So that. they're not they're not a bad they're not a bad teammate and they didn't have as many players out as, as what originally they could have had out. Um like I said Bruce tried his liar liar best impression. And and tried the same sort of (laughs) he'll probably say that Wilson's ruled out for the season and it will turn up next week and uh, (laughs) score a hat-trick against Chelsea, you know what he's like but um, like I said, I I, I think we travel down there and and it's a free it is a free hit nobody expects expects us to do anything whatsoever, we've got a little bit of a cushion now, it takes a little bit of the pressure off, we've got somebody who's able to arrange the lads and, and get them fighting and get them a little bit further up the pitch and have a game plan so why not? And who knows we could do what Brighton did to Liverpool and bloody your nose. And that's well, what that, you've got
1: to go I, into. I, I, I really hope we don't go five at the back against the big teams, mate. I hope we'll stick to what we're doing and try and play on the front foot. Do you know what yeah. I mean? What, at the end of the day, it's not working this season, the, the the five at the back. Um, Honestly, to in the words of Kevin Keegan, I would love it if we beat Man United. Honestly, two, two best mates of Man United supporters. They've goaded us, the bastards. We're we'll 4-1 all season. Um, I just get get one over them. That's that's the that's the aim for the next two weeks. Uh, if we can play well against Chelsea and then beat Man United, the, it'll be the best podcast of my entire life. mate. honestly, if we beat Man United, <laughs> I think there's only the take We'll over, have to get them on. we would top it. Honestly, we'll have, to mate, we'll have to get them on. I don't. I, mean, I think that they. I think, uh, think uh, they. I think of what line? But um, nah, there's nothing else. For me, I can add, apart from Well done at the lads for a fantastic performance um, Yeah, more of this Making it a positive podcast, mate, I love the positive podcasts, Um, it's what it's all about, isn't it, but um, I Two will five, be eight. back, I think it'll be a week now, Paul, before we're back again uh, next Tuesday um, Yeah, it will be. be There'll be a man in a van in the middle of the week and stuff and obviously I'll do I'll do a video as well so just catch him on my socials and um, I we'll we'll leave and leave us for now but uh, yeah fantastic three points and uh, yeah hope yous have a good weekend and a good next week everyone and uh, yeah catch you later everyone Graham, John